Well, for my day job, I'm the director of our, one of our Methodist Heritage for Mission projects at Anglesey Brook Chapel and Museum. Just uh, give me a wave. Who's been to Anglesey Brook? Oh dear, you could do better. <laughs> well, there in our library, we have a vast collection of hymn books. Some of them are very rare, and I've been very brave this afternoon. I better not get mugged on the way home, because I've brought two very rare hymn books with me, because I thought I would like to tell you the story of these two hymn books. This first one is a collection of hymns and spiritual songs used by the primitive Methodists, generally called ranters, and it's dated 1821. One summer day in 1822, an old woman was trudging across the moors from her home in Kendal to Carlisle. Now, I looked that up. It's a long way. She had 44 miles to walk. And she was clutching to her chest her most treasured possession, her small hymn book. And she was going to Carlisle because she'd just got to tell her nephew of the tremendous blessing that she had found through the ranters and this hymn book. Her joy just couldn't be contained. When she arrived in Carlisle, a small crowd gathered and she told them the story of her conversion and they were just drawn by the lively tunes of these hymns and songs. And that lit a fire in them. And the first little primitive Methodist society was started in Carlisle. And only two years later, that little society was sending out missionaries because they couldn't contain the good news and the joy that they had found. And they sent people out walking to Brampton and Penrith and even up to Glasgow. That's a fair old trek. And then across to Canada. Absolutely amazing. And all this was due to one old lady. We're told she was old. She's probably about 60. (laughs) And you know, we don't even know her name. Now, if she was a man, I'm sure her name would have been recorded. (laughs) She was insignificant, but this little hymn book had given her a voice to praise her saviour and share it. Now this little book, this is very rare, and this one is the hymn book of the female revivalist Methodists. Have you ever heard of those? (laughs) Anyone from Leeds here? Leeds, Yorkshire? Well, that's where the female revivalist Methodists 
Methodist. Now, Anne Carr was just 18 when the man that she was to marry died. And she had something of a breakdown, we call it nowadays. What helped her was she was invited to come along to a little cottage prayer meeting. And that was the start of her recovery. And in coming to know Jesus for herself, her way she, she discovered she, God was calling her to preach. And she was an amazing preacher. And she ended up in Hull where William Clowes, now some of you will know William Clowes was one of the founders of the Primitive Methodists, and he recognised Anne's gifts and he sent her to Leeds in 1821 as a missionary. And she found herself in the poorest area of Leeds, a place called the Leylands. And in that area, she found there were many young women who were coming in as migrants, very poor women, from the countryside, coming in to find work in the textile industry. They were very ramshackle workshops, sort of domestic, weaving worsted. And they were in terrible conditions. And Anne started there holding meetings And she began poor relief, she set up a sick society, she started a Sunday school so these women could actually learn to read. But, you know, the men, the the, the primitive Methodist leaders, weren't quite so keen on what Anne was doing. She was a bit too independent. She was sort of doing her own thing and they started trying to tell her what she should be doing. And I'm afraid Anne really didn't have the right values to live in Victorian times because she didn't really appreciate being told what to do by the men. She thought she'd rather follow God's calling. And so in the end, she and some of her friends set up the female revivalist Methodists. And one of the first things they did was to produce their own hymn book because they realised that the hymns in the Methodist hymn book actually were about men's experiences. <laughs> and the imagery, and you know, it didn't quite work. So they had some of the traditional hymns in here, some of them they adapted. There's one hymn that had a verse beginning, My feeble voice I cannot raise. So they cut that verse out. (laughs) And they wrote some of their own hymns because they wanted to, to have images that related to women's lives. And they were working among single girls, widows, and fallen women. And so many of the hymns they wrote began like one that begins, Happy Magdalene. They were celebrating the fact that who did Jesus come to? Who did he raise up? It was fallen women like them. And there's an amazing Easter hymn in here about, that's based on bringing our spices and with our, embalming Jesus with our tears. And another one about Hannah, who came in grief to pray. Oh, they were wonderful hymns that haven't stood the test of time, but were engaging with those women, those marginalised, displaced women, those migrants who had left their families, who felt lonely and isolated and dispossessed. But they were saying, another hymn goes, 
Our stock, our family, is in Christ. Our birth is heavenly. They found a place with Jesus. And they certainly transformed women's lives and encouraged women to find their voice. The very first one in this little book begins, Shout, for the blessed Jesus reigns. (laughs) Women finding their voice and speaking out for the poor, the dispossessed, the migrants, for all those who Jesus loves.